Thank you for staying with us. Greatly appreciate it. Hey, and we're into the second hour, and this is what we got. Uh, what is worse than finding a worm in an apple? Oh, gosh. Finding something else in an apple? Finding half a worm in an apple. Oh, gosh. Ew. There you go. You're on the right track. Oh, there you man. go. Finding half a worm. That means you ate Three. the other half. <laughs> All right. Let's go on back. We've been patiently waiting. That's an Nancy? Yes. Nancy, you with us? Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, what I would do now, how long has you been on that, mar- not you, the dog, uh, been on the salmon and uh, sweet potato? Uh, about a year. Oh, yeah. Let's, we got to change up the food here, okay? Okay. Okay, so uh, what I would strongly uh, suggest, you've got a piece of paper and a pencil? Yes, I do. Okay, you're going to go to the Pure Vita line, P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A. Pure okay. Vita. Okay, and you want to do their turkey and sweet potato line. Turkey okay. and sweet potato. You want to get her off that food, okay? okay. Because to, you you need to rotate. You do, you do smaller bags. You rotate. As, the more you can rotate, the healthier the dog, okay? This dog has been on one thing way too long, and that's okay. what's happening. And it's not the sweet potato end of it, okay, but, that, but the fish end of it. So that's why you want to try the Pure Vita. And the reason why I'm saying Pure Vita is because it's a single-source protein. That means it says turkey, it's only turkey. When it says duck, it's only duck. All right. Okay. Yeah. And I would rotate between their turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their duck. Yes. And then they've got uh, beef, if I'm not mistaken, too. All right. Okay. Okay. And you want to rotate, but listen. Now you're going to start. We're a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days or three, four days. Watch the dogs doo doo. And if they start getting a little loose, don't rotate so fast. Slow down, okay? Okay. And then your goal is that within a week and a half, you're all the way over to the new, uh, you know, to the new food, okay? Week and a half uh-huh. to two weeks. Okay, okay, so then feed that. You know, maybe don't get any bigger than a 15-pound bag. I would get an 8-pounder myself, but, you know what I mean, for the 15, don't get the great big huge one. Yeah. Okay, now what we're going to add to that, we're going to add a digestive, and, um, have you, now, Nutrisource has come out with a great new product. It's called, you probably just heard the ad. It's called Kombucha. C-O-M-P-O-O-C-H-A. Kombucha. Now, what is unique about it is that it's got probiotics and prebiotics, which causes, uh, uh, uh post-biotics. Biotics, all right? And it's mm-hmm. really good for the gut system. And it's in a resealable pouch. Okay. All right. So I would add that. And now, um, now look back up. Okay. When you're going to feed the dog uh, the food, you're going to put whatever you feed in. You know how many cups you'll feed you're feeding right now? Two cups. One in the morning, one in the evening. And how, and how much, uh, treats though during the day? Uh, not, you know, sometimes no. I don't treat her, you know, I'm not a. And she's that, oh, and she's that overweight. That doesn't, you're using a real measuring cup? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, then I what I would strongly recommend then is that uh, because she should be losing weight if you're not really treating her and she doesn't have access to cat food or something. You, she might. What's her coat? Is her coat dull, dull or shiny? Well, it's white and dirty right now. <laughs> because if a do- I, uh... if a dog's input doesn't equal to its weight, usually you can uh, suspect an underactive thyroid. Uh-huh. Okay, so you might want to have a thyroid test done on her. To, okay. okay, so that would be one thing that I would do for it. But in the meantime, we're going to rotate the food. We're going to get her off that, that fish, you know, the salmon, and we're going to get her on to turkey, okay? 
And then I would get the kombucha, and the kombucha comes in either turkey, beef, or chicken. Don't do the chicken. I would do the turkey or the beef, okay? Okay. Okay, and then it tells you on it how much you can add to it. But now, when you feed the food, I'm a big nut about rehydrating the food. So let's say whatever you have in the bowl, you're going to put hot tap water on it until it floats real nice. Put it Uh aside. A non-grain-free takes a half hour. Grain-free takes about an hour. Go back to the bowl. All the water should be gone. And then Mm -hmm. uh, then feel the kibble. If the kibble's pertinent soft to the center, then I would add the capucha. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, and then mix that in. And Mm -hmm. now feed it. Okay? Is what I would do. Say again? Um, Mix the kombucha in. In, right. And then you know, to the rehydrated food, you rehydrated the food, right. okay? Okay. And then yep. we're rotating from the from the salmon, and we're rotating into the pure vita, uh, turkey and sweet potato, okay? Okay. Yep. Okay, because yep. by changing the food and then getting the kombucha with the prebiotics, probiotics, and such like that in there, that's going to help her gut heal. Yeah. Okay, and so then let's start her out. That's the easiest way because then we can add some different stuff to it. But then in the meantime, once you get her over totally to the pure Vita, in two yeah. weeks you should notice a, a difference in the licking and all that kind of stuff. All right, okay. but as far as her weight, then yeah. I would suggest next time she's in that you get a thyroid. Do you have to ask for the thyroid? All right. And so uh, why should they're pulling blood? I would just do a complete blood profile along with a thyroid. So then now you got it, uh, you know, a stats. And then if she ever gets sick or something, you've got something to go by, uh, Uh you know, before. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah, no, I would say that. And and as far as the Apriquil, I'm not a nut. I'm not fond of it. Yeah. So read it, uh, Google it and see what the side effects are. Okay. okay. What you want to do is you don't want to mask anything, you know, like with steroids and stuff like that. We want to try to repair the situation. All right. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what I I can. I could just uh, stop the Apriquil and and do the nutritional. That's um, if this was my dog. I remember I'm not a vet. This is what I would do if this was my dog. All right. Okay. Is okay. that I, cause I don't want to do chemicals in or on my dogs that I won't do in or on myself. And I strongly okay. suggest no flea tick. And that shot of the heartworm, not fan, not a fan. Then having a lot of backwash on that one. Oh, and Lord. so keep an eye on her. And then you should research anything before you do it to a dog because that okay. is very, very, it started down south. And they weren't, ha- I'm surprised it's back up here because down south they were having a lot of problems with it. And so okay. that's why I'm okay. surprised it's up here. So let's not do that again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's read about it and educate ourselves and then make better decisions, okay? And then you say no heartworm? Well, I'm not a fan of heartworm, no. I have my dogs tested once a year. And see yeah. in it, and the, but like I say, I, I there's other ways to do things, and so the, but let's just take her 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 weight, her itching, and everything right now. Let's get that under control, and then we can go from there. If you, you can go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com and type in heartworm, and she's got a really good article, a lot of good articles on heartworm, and you can make your own decision from there. Okay. Um. And and did you say don't do a flea and tick? You want to do things naturally. There's okay. na- you want to go if you go to my ktk9.com, go to my talk1071.com, go to my show page and you can get it, click on my Facebook page and you can click on my website. If you go to my website, go under radio show topics and about halfway down is a whole bunch of natural ways to do flea and tick control. Okay. 
All right, all right, sounds good. Okay, yep. so yeah, keep the chemicals out from her, you know, and then let's try to repair her gut system. And then uh, we'll kind of go from there. But let's get her rotated to a new food. And then when she gets rotated into that and she starts, you know, things start calming down, then in about a month and a half, you want to put bring in another, let's say, the duck, uh, the duck uh, pure vita. Okay, bring in the duck. And then and rotate. Thing, yep. And then one thing real quickly, topically, can I do anything that will, like I have a, a Zymox, uh LT3 enzyme, topical spray, hydrocortisone, 0.5% anti-itch. Is that something that will help? Well, I, well, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I okay. want to try to work the dog from the inside out, okay? All right. All okay? Right. Yes. Uh, okay, because like I said, they right. can lick stuff and that, that can go, you know, sideways. And But I think if you start getting uh, getting her diet changed around ASAP, I th- and then you can always call me up at Katie's Canine, okay? Don't wait for me to be on this radio show. Okay. Give me, send me an email or whatever, and I'll be happy to walk you through this, okay? Oh, okay. Thank you, you so betcha, very much. You betcha, kiddo. Take care. Okay. Mm, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to run to break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you my news. What the, What news we got? Some some news. Yes, we have some news. Okay. How can you tell? Well, can you tell me how long cows should be milked? Can you tell me how long cows should be milked? We'll be back. All righty then. Thanks for doing the Katie Canine Show. I greatly appreciate it. All right. Okay, let's answer the trivia question. What's your choice? Okay. Ready? Can you tell me how long cows can should be milked? How long cows should be milked? I feel like there's going to be some pun mm-hmm. in here. It's going to have something to do with moo, right? No. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know. The optimal word there is long. How you say this? Can you tell me how long cows should be milked? Or should you? can you tell me how long cows can be milked? Oh, right. So just, as, or just like a short cow or something yep. like that. <laughs> There you go. Uh, in the same way as a short cow. Right. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Okay, heads up. Okay, folks, we got a little bit of news here. Whatever. I think Colleen's got that. Uh, whatever calls sound effects. There's no sound effects on the weekend shows. But anyway, okay, folks, uh, do, you know, the times, you know, they are what they are. And uh, we are, the KDK9 show is moving. It's going to be on Sundays. And we're moving to uh, noon to two. I hope to God that there are people that will live, listen from noon to two. So starting June 5th, Sunday, June 5th, mark your calendars. I'm going to be on from noon to two. And anyway, so and without you guys, I don't have a show. <laughs> if you don't call in your questions or whatever type thing. And so I'm hoping that you're out there. And But what's happening is that there's shortage of producers. You know, every place uh, is looking for helpers. And, and so in my show... Be, required a split shift um somebody a producer to come in the morning and then to come back at four you know and who wants to come on a sunday especially have a split shift and so we had to do some they're trying to hire some producers and such but i guess it's better than no show at all right so starting sunday june 5th sunday june 5th mark your calendars i'm going to be on from noon to two and so if you uh you don't aren't available you can always catch the podcast on my talk 1071.com but spread the news i'll be putting it on the facebook and every place else that you know that the hours are changing you got a couple of weeks here but even though we're not here on let's see we got next weekend and then the following weekend it, uh rachel isn't it um uh, Memorial Weekend, right? Yep. So um, we just basically got this weekend to tell you, mm-hmm. next week to tell you, 
And you better remember it. <laughs> so, because then we're not here on a Memorial Weekend. So, anyway, yeah, my heart kind of breaks. I've been here 20 years. Started out on Saturday mornings uh, from uh, 8 to 9. And that was, let's see, I think I was partner a year. And then I got from 8 to 10, which I was happy camper. There wasn't enough hours. And then uh, then so we, uh, Denner Mills bought at the time slot from 8 to noon. So then they bumped me to Sundays. And then that's when I went into, I've been on Sundays, I think, for 12 years now, uh, 4 to 6. So here's a new journal, a new chapter. And so hopefully you guys will still listen on uh, noon to 2 on Sunday, starting June 5th. And that you will call in questions. Or, you know, if you're not going to be around and you want me to answer your question, I'm just going to be, remember, you guys are the show. If you guys don't call in, you know, I just you just listen to me babble. <laughs> so <laughs> be really nice. You can email me questions up to Katie's Canine. Uh, just send it through the, my website. That's also on my uh, my page at mytalk1071.com. Or you can call me up at Katie's K9. Um, and don't send it through the Hubbard uh, email because sometimes that, that, that sends it through that there's a virus attached and it won't open it. So you're just better off to go straight through my website and, and e- email it directly. If you got a question for me to, to answer for you or something you want to hear about or whatever. So, so starting June 5th, Sunday, I will be broadcasting from noon to 2. Yep, I'm not... You know, it is what it is. Like I said, it's they could have came up and said, because we don't have producers, goodbye. <laughs> so that's always was a, a possibility, too. So you just got to learn to roll with the punches just like everybody else. It kind of makes my heart sad because I am no longer then on drive time. You know, I always prided myself during the summer months. I was in drive time from four to six, people coming home from the cabin. And so now I'm just kind of like everybody else, new to two. So anyway. Okay, so spread the word. I'm still around, but I'm going to be at a different time. Okay. Okay, who's up to bat? We've got Leah on the line, and she has a question about nibbling. Nibbling. Nibbling? Are we talking about a gerbil or a rabbit? What are we talking about? Hi, Katie. I'm so excited to talk to you. Well, thank you. Thank you for holding. Yes. Um, So I have a little Lucy. She's a Morky. Okay. And she's two. Okay. Um, So she's amazing, um, and we love her to death. But my husband is... As soon as he walks in the door, yeah. every single day for two years now, she, she runs, sits on him, and starts nibbling. She does not do it to me, but she does it to him obsessively. And then when we go to bed, she sleeps with us. Okay. She will nibble on him to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. he's her, she, He is her pacifier. <laughs> okay, and so nibbling as far as like, are we suckling? Are we suckling, or or, or is there like tiny little nibbles for the, with the treat? I mean the teeth. I mean the treat. Teeth. The she, teeth. You can hear her teeth like clacking. Oh, okay, okay. Um, personally, what I would do, I would just gently take my hand, and when she starts, take my hand between her face. You know what I mean? And like, let's say she's nibbling on my arm, okay, on the top of my arm. I would take the uh, my hand of my other my other hand, and I would just kind of slide it between her mouth and my arm, and say, "Ah, uh-uh, wrong," and then just kind of give her a little bit of pet with the arm that she was nibbling on. Okay, give her a little scooch into the uh, chest uh, of where, where the V is, and then you know just kind of go back to what you're doing. And then if she tries it, you bring your hand again and just gently come between her mouth, you know, and your arm. And ah 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 ah, no. Uh, I would say, uh, let's see. You could say no nibbles. 
Uh, usually, I you know, the dog is uh, licking me to death, so I'll say no lick. Ah, no lick. All right, that's what I'll use for that. So as far as what word, just don't say no. Okay, most dogs are no okay. to death. All right, they don't, you know, means one in one ear and out the other. So what you want to do is you want to give it a, you could say leave it. You could say, ah, uh-uh, ah, wrong. Uh-uh. Personally, I would just, I would say no nibbles. Ah, no nibbles. Ah. Because, um, so there's two things that happen um, when I try to interrupt her. Okay. It, so she gets frantic. Like right. She will be like, um, what are you doing? Like, oh, my God, do not. This is my time with daddy. Okay. And so she acts like, get away from me. Um, she's not mean in any way at yeah, all, but yeah. she does like start to um, um, overplay with me. If that makes sense, yeah, like mm-hmm. she'll bounce, 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 but then she'll go right back to it. Okay. Okay, um, she needs then, some more mind work. She needs confidence building is what she needs. You know, say whether you want to do some tricks, whether you want to do brain teasers, brain games. Uh, when you go for a walk, where does she walk? Does she walk out in front of you and politely next to you? She typically goes on a walk with my husband. Okay. Um, and she walks just a little bit in front of him. Mm-hmm. Okay, then she's a leader and he's not. <laughs> okay and so because that's what it sounds like is that she's she's needing to suckle or whatever that you know it's basically she's calming herself down because she doesn't have uh, a lot of confidence and and through teaching uh, um, her to look to you for direction you know to do some tricks to do some brain teasers give her other mental things to do so then she doesn't have that much when she's tired she's tired she doesn't have to suckle or whatever type thing to to calm herself down to go to sleep she's now mentally kind of tired and then along with the confidence comes that she doesn't need that anymore just like with a two-legged kid that has a binky or whatever type thing Mm -hmm. okay that's what that is is that they're that's their confidence they're, they're feeling um you know like uh, agitated or upset or they just need comforting you know then so they need kind of, here comes the binky well here comes your tell husband me I, tell me if this is wrong um so oh a while ago like long time ago so what i did was um i introduced a little tiny like a small monkey okay it's a baby toy mm-hmm. and it has those um where a baby can nibble on it like really nimble on it and it's got those like hard edges from, okay you know for the baby and stuff like that it's a real baby toy okay so um i will say like there's your monkey and literally she she uses that as her pacifier if, if i take like if i try to um if i get in between her and my husband and get it to her she will take that and um she will nibble on it like it's her pacifier and then leave and then, her um, and then leave your husband it. alone i'm sorry and then leave your husband alone yep okay Okay. Yeah, but but she's, there's a reason why she's doing it, whether it's on your husband or a toy, okay? Okay, it's just like, do you want your kid to sa- so, suck out a fa- pacifier or not? <laughs> right. you, you know, so if you, you want her to break the habit totally, then she needs some more input into her head. You need to start teaching her tricks, uh, do brain games for dogs, brain teasers. Get her, introduce her into other things to think about where she has to actually use her noodle. All right. And so Mm -hmm. then now she's going to look to you in a different light and then your husband in a different light. And she won't need so much sort of a better word, consoling with a binky. Okay. Okay. so if you if you you can hold on until after the break, if you got more questions for me about this or you've got it. 
Hold on. Why don't you hold on? Okay. Hold on. Okay. Why does a cow go over a hill? We'll be back. All righty then. Thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate it. And earlier you heard me announce uh, my show was moving. I'm still on Sundays, but as of June 5th, the weekend after Memorial Day, uh, weekend, I should say, I will be starting at noon, noon to two. Let's see if I could be a peaceable sum by uh, noon, okay? Anyway, what? Uh, why does a cow go over the hill? So he can move over to the no, other be- side? because he can't go under the hill. Oh, my goodness. Because so, he can't go under the hill. <laughs> but um boom boom Okay, let's go back to Leah. Are you there? Are you back there? I'm back. Okay, so that's the main thing, though, is to start teaching her something so she has more confidence and doesn't need her binky anymore, a.k.a. your husband. And then when she does... does, What? Well, it's up to yourself. If it it bothers you, then stop it. If it doesn't bother you, that's up to yourself. But I still (laughs) would work on doing input into her, you know, having her do some stuff for you. Because you said, like, when you interrupt it, she kind of goes a little bit nutty. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so the thing, give her something else to do. Give her, you know, whatever. But if it doesn't, but you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it doesn't bother you, then it, it's no problem. All right. I, yeah. I just don't want her, if it's bothering her, I don't want her to be, I just don't know if it's bothering her. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I it, don't. Is it healthy for her to do that kind of uh, thing? Yeah. Is, I mean, it's just fine for her if she's not. If she's not, if she's not having anxiety, and she's just doing it like a, you know, like and a she'll fall asleep. Yep. Yeah, no, that's what it is. It's just a calming mechanism that she's developed, okay? Mm-hmm. Whereas it'd be like the binky, you know, a three-legged kid's binky. It's a calming thing. And so whether you can you can move them forward, if it doesn't bother you, then don't fix it. But I still would start teaching her and give her some more input of things to do for you so that, you know, she has uh, takes that mental energy. And I think you'll see her be a lot more self-secure you know, with herself. Whereas, okay, now what are we going to do? You know, instead of, you know, getting um, waylaid and, like you say, kind of getting goofy on you, I, I would mm-hmm. still do that. You know, start to try to teach her some tricks. Go to if you're an uh, internet person, type in dog tricks and then see okay. what they got. Otherwise, uh, brain teasers for dogs or brain games for dogs. Those two books you can get at uh, online, okay, uh, at Amazon or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So if it ain't like I said, if it doesn't bother you, then fine. Uh, if you want to substitute it with that toy that you got, that's fine. But the whole thing is, is that um, I would like to see her a little bit more confident by doing other things for you. Okay. Okay. I get it. I have one last question. Nah. Can dogs get COVID? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Well, technically, okay. how do you say that? There's a strain of, of COVID. Okay. It's called the coronavirus. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a strain in the animal world. Yes, there is. But to get it from people to dogs... You know, they haven't had cases like dogs to people, people to dogs. You know, anything is possible if it mutants, you know, type thing, but it's not probable. Okay? Okay. Because I've had COVID now, and I have it now, and she's been, she just is with me constantly. Right, because she knows you don't feel well. So that's, oh, she knows. Believe me. Yeah, that's what I mean, though, is that she's trying to console you because she yep. knows you don't feel well. And so, yeah, it's not that she's getting it. <laughs> it's a question if she knows you're off, and so she's trying to be there for you. Okay, and it's funny because she does this thing where when I'm having a flare-up, I have a rare autoimmune disorder, okay. and I have one every month. She, it's so weird. She comes up to me, and it's almost the day of, and she's so it's unreal. She'll come up to me, and she'll put her face next to my mouth, uh-huh. and she breathes in, and it's so weird. 
Yep. And she she grieves in my ear, and then she'll lay on top of me. Yep. No, she's in tune to you. A lot of dogs are like that. So you you don't realize how your aura and your smells change when you're sick or when like uh, there's dogs that have been known when um, living with their uh, their owners that were diabetics when their their uh, insulin was taken that to alert them they, they hadn't been taught that they just it was instinctive to them for some reason. Dogs that have lived with people that have had uh, epil- uh, seizures where they can they can feel it coming on before the actual seizure comes on and they haven't been taught this is just that's you know angel dogs are angels without wings okay and some of them are more in tune to us than, than others and so you've got one that's very in tune to you all right well thank you so much i was excited to talk to you and you answered all my questions oh good you have a great day thank you you too take bye-bye. care bye-bye Yep, dogs are angels without the wings, and so, and there's some of them that have, are just so in tune to their owners. It's it's phenomenal that how how it works, and it's just yeah, it's just craziness. So anyway, okay, who's up? All right, we've got Rob on the line. He has a golden retriever who has a sudden interest in leaving the yard. Oh, running away! Hi, Rob. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Katie? Good. Good. So, how old is your golden? Uh, he's 10 years old. We're on the way home from the cabin. I guess we're going to have to start leaving at noon and step forward. <laughs> That'd be nice. I'm a little bit worried with the time change, but I guess it's going to have to be. But anyway, so what's going on? He's 10 years old and decided now to go Roman? Yeah, and, and just to give you background, we've had three Goldens and one Springer. They're all bird dogs, okay. um, very well trained. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never left our yard, and all of a sudden... Whoopsies. Started getting anxiety with storms. All right. And kind of freaking out. Yep. And he he went on a walk about a couple weeks ago, and we threw, you know, Facebook and everything else. We found him the next morning about, you know, four blocks away. Wow. And then he did it again uh, Friday morning. Okay. And he has never left our yard ever. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. No, um, my Elsie, she lived to be pretty near 19, and she wasn't, didn't, it wasn't, never had any trouble with, uh, with thunder, with fireworks, nothing, until she turned about 13. And all of a sudden, she was a basket case with them. What the, usually they go deaf, and then things don't worry anymore. And so that doesn't worry. But for some, something in the, in the atmosphere changed, and she was reactive to it. So when it came to st- thunderstorms and, uh, uh, fireworks at that point, then I had to put her into the bathroom or the laundry room because with thunderstorms um a lot of times static will build up in the air and the dogs instinctively or with our help we by taking them to the bathroom or to the laundry room the piping there grounds them where they don't get like like little shocks like you know how when we walk across a carpet and we touch a light switch we get that little zing some dogs with the static electricity that builds up in the air they start getting little zings and they associate the thunder with the zing so they start wigging out even before the storm gets gets here okay how how, last year how was he with uh fireworks you know he's a gun dog he's not gun shy at all but thunderstorms just freak him out yeah and i my guess is that and he hasn't been like that this is something new correct well with over the past three years but it's getting worse yes we do the the, what is it Trazodone. trazodone okay um 
but it doesn't seem to really help. Yeah, no. Um, but being that you have a flight risk now, you have to be on top of things because you might not get your dog back. I had a girlfriend in Wisconsin that um, uh, lost her 12-year-old Golden uh, due to a thunderstorm. They never did find the, the dog. And so the thing is, is that uh, I'm not a Trazodone fan because that's covered in the kidneys and the liver. There are some, um, you can get like rescue remedy for the pets. And then let's say, okay. you know, you heard on the phone or phone, you heard on the radio or the, the TV that, you know, there's going to be storm coming in during the night or whatever. You can give them a couple drops of rescue remedy directly into the mouth. Uh, you can get like uh, Strex, it's called Stress-Free Complex. You could try that, but none of this stuff, all it is is to try to just kind of help settle down, but it's not the foolproof. It's not going to be what you're going to want to be. You could try a, um, a thunder shirt, or if you got a T-shirt that will fit real snug on him, that might help a lot as far as with maybe if he's getting zings in his coat, that will help. The thunder shirt or, a, 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 you know, like I say, a tight, a snug T-shirt. But there's a lot of things because it's going to get worse because that's what happened with my Elsie. She got worse and worse. And luckily, you know what I mean? I don't go anywhere. I don't have a cabin or nothing like that. But you've got to be on top of this because one of these times the dog might keep on going and not look back. And what so, are your thoughts on the wireless um, containment system? Well, the thing is, is when a dog is that scared, that ain't going to make a dang bit difference. If anything, it's going to give them more anxiety. So the th- that's well, the problem. We, we, we've we always had a, a buried fence, yep. wireless fence, yep. um, but it's been, it doesn't work anymore. Yep. And that they, they never left the yard. They were trained that way. Yep. Um, and, and you don't think the wireless one would be a good option? Well, you could try it, but usually when a dog is that scared, they don't care. <laughs> They're gone. And so, uh, but the thing is, is that it depends on the personality of dogs. All you can do is try it and see if that, if you, if you yeah. reignite you know, reignite it, if it will work for your dog. Does, do you have a wireless system at home for them? Um, well, we always had the in-ground one, but yep. it got beat up. The neighbor kept hitting it with when they had their yard aerated oh, okay. and uh, I got I got tired of fixing it so I was looking at maybe going wireless okay yeah, well, you can um, give it. I have not heard on the total wireless ones. I have not heard about those as far as the, the what do you want to call it? Uh, you know, how well they work. <laughs> you know, what the, what the, like, are they 90%, you know, foolproof? 95%, you know, what, what it is? I have no idea. You know, one thing that you might want to do is get, you know, a GPS, you know, for a system for your dog. So if it does take off, you have a better chance of finding it. Oh, that's a good idea. The vet will do that. That well, no, that you have to look at. That's brand new for the dog world. Well, a couple years old. But anyway, just uh, Google it. Uh, uh, GSP, uh, GP, GSP, GPS system for dogs. And whereas you usually put it in your co- in the dog's collar, and so you can uh, wherever your dog is, it tells you where your dog is. Oh, cool. GPS system. So if he does get does take off, you got a higher chance of finding him. All right. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably a better idea than the uh, wireless fence. Yeah. So yeah, they've got that, and I know there's a couple of people that have used it and said a couple of them were. I, I that was uh, now because I'm I'm technically inept. <laughs> I really don't look into that kind of stuff. But now I've got enough people asking me about it. Now I got a couple people looking into it, and so the, hopefully I'll have a list of you know yes, nos, and maybes. So, okay. Well, it's worth looking into. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But definitely now with the storm season here, you know, pay attention, you know, so that he do- the dog doesn't get away from you, you know, take off and doesn't look back. So, okay. Yeah. You know, if need be, we'll chain him up. 
Yeah, because, yeah, um, another thing, I don't know what kind of acreage or what you got for your uh, cattle panels from uh, Fleet Farm. You just pound in, like, the metal uh, fence poles and just wire the cattle panels to it. So it's not a permanent fencing, but it's a way to contain the dog, and the dog can't get out of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they just, you know, none of of our dogs have ever really been chained up or anything right, like that. Right, they right. roam the yard, but they yep. never leave. And yep. now we got to deal with this one. Right. And so that's why, like I said, the older, yeah, they get a little bit jittier sometimes. That's like I said, like, like what happened with my Elsie. So, so yeah, so all you right. can try hey, the DPS. You, you I bet. appreciate all your advice. You bet. Take care. Have a good day. Thanks for the call. See you, see you at noon. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Right. See ya. <laughs> yeah, noon. I don't know. I don't think I, I, hopefully I can do it, folks. I don't know. That's quite the time change. All right. Let's see what we got. This is going to be our final joke for the day, huh? What should we use for a final joke? Da, 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 da. Okay, we did the cow of the hill. Okay, how does a camel appear stubborn? How does a camel appear stubborn? We'll be back. All right, we're winding down. Winding down another week. Okay, why does a camel appear stubborn? Because he's got a hump on his back. You're getting close. He always has his back up. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, why do giraffes have such long necks? Oh, gosh. Because mm. his head is so far from his body. <laughs> Those ones are hard to guess. Because <laughs> they're like the obvious ones. Yeah, well, the dad jokes. Mm. Dumb dad jokes or riddles or whatever you want to call it. So anyway, so, okay. So in case you didn't write this down, spread the word. I'll be putting it on the Facebook and every place I know. Is that uh, starting June 5th, Sunday, uh, my show will now be from noon to 2. Noon to 2. Because uh, with anything, with all, everything, everybody looking for help. or They've been trying to find producers, you know, for the radio station here. And so we got to kind of all, I guess, do our garb what we can. Yeah, so uh, tighten up the ship is what it is, and it's better than having no show, right? So I have to give up my drive time that I've had for 12 years, uh, 4 to 6, and then I'm going from noon to 2. So hopefully you have time to tune me in or send me some questions that you want me to answer because if I don't have the questions, if there's nobody calling in between noon and 2, noon and two it's going to be a long two hours. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully you'll help me out and you'll stay with me. I do greatly appreciate that, okay? And so, like I said, it's better than the alternative no-show, right? All right. Um, Okay, we were talking earlier about fetching, about uh, dissecting the fetch. Uh, Basically, what it is is that think of it, what the dog has to do. They want to please you. So it's okay, throw it again, throw it again, and you do, and you do, and you do. And then you can create a ball compulsive or a fetch, but usually it's ball compulsive, all right? So the thing is, is just, you know, sometimes throw it one stop, twice stop, three times stop, move on to something else, and then throw it again here and there, here and there. Just throw it, but don't sit there and be a pitching machine, okay? And don't, try not to use a ball. Try to use something else, uh, you know, like a, a booty rope or whatever. Just lob it. Teach him to go out, pick it up, bring it to you, and then drop it. And then, well, let's say he's got the booty rope, so he's hanging out of his mouth. Don't pull it. Get when they bring it back and give them like a body massage, like give them a tickle on the shoulders and the side and the rump. And your voice is going to be very old. Look at you. What a puppers. Oh, very nice. Work your hand up to the Buddha rope. Okay. Which is a long rope with a knot in it usually. And then say, drop it. Ah, ah, ah. Drop it. Ah. 
but don't pull. And the minute that he drops it, quick, put it behind your back and just go, oh, very nice, very nice. I always ask my dog to sit, wait, and then I lob it out and I have my leash. So if they try to go for it before I say get it, then I uh, wrong, sit, wait, I lob it out. And then when I'm ready, I'm going to say, okay, get it. And then I go out there with him and I say, pick it up, pick it up. I'll shuffle it with my shoe, pick it up. When he picks it up, oh, good, very nice. And I'll shuffle and I'll, I'll walk backwards to where I started. And now I'm going to give the body massage. Oh, very nice, very nice. Oh, yes, look at you. Then I'm going to work my hand up to what the Buddha rope is or whatever. Drop it. Ah, drop it. Ah. Usually by the third time with that, if you're not pulling it, but everybody wants to like rip it out of the dog's mouth and that you can't do that, folks. Just kind of be a noodle with your arm. Ah, 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 ah. Kind of work with the dog and before you know it, he'll give it up. But you got to have that voice in there. Okay. And then put it behind your back, ask him to sit and then we're going to do it again. But start out on a six foot leash. And now when he can go six, but then try a 10 foot line and then a 20 foot line. And then when he can go out and then bring it back, you know, then you don't need the line anymore. Okay. But you never want the dog to stop the exercise. Don't have him grab it and then take off with it. Now he's playing catch me if you can with you. All right. Look at Nana Nana Nunu. Look what I got. Now I got what you want. <laughs> so anyway, and then like I say, the fetching is really, really hard on the dog's body. It's hard on their their vertebrae and their back. It's hard on their shoulders. And the biggest thing is harder on their hips and their ACLs. And then you, those of you that have frisbee jumping dogs. Okay. Now you got to think about all that athleticism. And if you're, I think now the the average ACL repair is at least six seven thousand dollars if not more and if your one goes out ten to one within a year the other one's going to go out so you know what maybe let's say you know, the heavier the dog is the worse it can be you know it's just like if you're a very athletic person you can come down wrong like when you're playing basketball or baseball or whatever and now you're you tore your knee or your acl or whatever but the whole thing is is that i know accidents can happen but you can have fun but don't overdo it just because the dog will do it does it mean you should, you know, do it as hard as they want to bring it on. And so, remember, they want to please us. We've got to be their guardian. Otherwise, start saving your money because you're going to blow a hip, an ACL, or whatever, you know, type thing. So, you know, just be mindful and, and think of other things. Do the brain teaser. Do the brain games. Do tricks. Do other things. Everybody says, well, what else can I do with my dog? There's a gazillion other things. You know, people that do agility. You know, those dogs are running hard, be, you know, beating things. That's fine, but in moderation. All right? Um, and it's just like any time you you're going to have an athlete yes there's going to be injuries okay but if you're just doing it to try to tucker the, your dog out then you're not being mindful on their what it's doing to their joints but if you're going to be showing an agility and, and, and coursing and things like that you're going to be more mindful about injuries and paying attention and on top of it and maybe joint support and such like that but there again, you know, also too, as a dog ages, just because they want to do it for you doesn't mean they, sh they should be doing it. You know, there again, back it down, do it calm. Do, you know, there's just so many things that you can do with the dog, you know, mentally working, do nose work, do barn hunt. Uh, there's a whole bunch of fun stuff to do that's easier on their joints, especially as they start getting older. And so, like I said, just because I know, um, uh, my girlfriend has got a dog, Duke, that, you know, if you throw that tennis ball, he'll throw, he'll go 90 miles an hour and he's 11 years old. And, uh, all of a sudden he's gimping and he can barely walk. And then you're like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Well, too late and your dog paid the price. So whether it's a short dog, a big dog or whatever, you know, be mindful on, on them because they are there. They want to please us. And if it looks like we're having fun, then they tried their darndest for us. 
So you, what you have to do is you have to be the one with the peaceable thumbs so that you have to be the, make the calls and keep everybody safe. All right. Now, also, two dogs that are high energy. Everybody wants to run them and run them and run them to calm them down. Remember the invisible dog? Just take their plain buckle collar, take a nylon leash, put about three quarters of the leash on the chair, like a kitchen chair, and sit on it. Take your hands and put your hand on one wrist and rest it in your lap. Now, don't look at the dog. Don't touch the dog. Don't look at them. And if they look up at you, turn your head sideways. If the dog tries to come up onto your legs or your face, extend your arms out. Keep your head sideways. Calming signal. And extend your arms out and give them a bump. Ah! All right. Hey! So what we want to do is get the dogs that, so that he'll eventually he'll lay down and calm himself down. The hardest thing for dogs to do is to, is to just zen out, just to calm down. But once you can teach that to a dog, it's invaluable. It's something so simple. So instead of trying to run and run and run them and run them, you know, and then they'll only be tired for about half hour and ready to go again and, and, you know, hurting their body as they get older. Let's practice on just hanging out with the dog, you know, sitting on the leash. We go, I were talking to company, so they're not, you know, jumping on your company. Sit on the leash and ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. It's called the invisible dog. Okay. They try to come up into your face, turn your head sideways, extend your arms out and, and bump them. Ah, give him a growl. Hey. All right, because your goal is that when you sit on the leash, and with by the time you count to ten, the dog's laying down, not your feet, going, "Yeah, it's that thing again." I just got to calm down and relax. The hardest thing for dogs and people to do is to do nothing. So teach your dog to do nothing instead of trying to run them and run them and run them. So, well, all right, we're winding it down. So remember, pass the word. As of June first, I will be on from noon to two. And uh, if you got any questions, you can go to my go to mytalk1071.com and catch all my past shows. And then you can also see my email, my Facebook page. So uh, you can send me a message through my email, not my email, but by my website to that email. Okay, so I make sure I get it because sometimes with the Hubbard one, the way it comes through, it comes through like as a. Uh, a spam, and I can't open it. So anyway, so hopefully you guys will stick with me no matter what time I'm on. I'd greatly appreciate it. You are the show, your questions and your time and your laughs and such like that. So you guys have, have a great week. Thank you, Rachel, once again for another week. Another week with the grandkids from Alaska. Hopefully we'll make it. We'll see you next Sunday. Don't, if you don't train them, don't blame them. And if you don't, hide your, if you don't train your dogs, don't hide your dogs. Take care.